Welcome back. So as we've been talking about a big uh, shakeup coming in junior A hockey in Alberta. And, you know, this this is flowing out of what's happened uh, already in B.C. And so a conversation there, I think, is now happening elsewhere. Maybe questions are going to be asked uh, of uh, the junior A leagues in other provinces or, you know, what junior A hockey is in Canada. Because you got the CHL, right? The WHL, the OHL, the QMJHL. Uh, that is uh, a different kind of junior A. Like players that play in that league, uh, you know, they don't have the opportunity to get a college scholarship. The NCAA regards that as almost like a professional league. That's kind of a feeder league almost for for professional hockey. And then you got Junior A, which really hasn't been, but increasingly uh, it's become a pathway to a possible U.S. scholarship. And in fact, a lot of the top colleges really do scout and recruit from Junior A leagues in Canada. So the BCHL last year broke away from Hockey Canada. Uh, to, to free themselves of some of these shackles they say were, were in place regarding recruiting players and that sort of thing and say so we're going to be a development league, a feeder league for the NCAA. So for players who really want to focus on a possible college hockey career, that this is going to be the way to go. Now we've got, and we uh, got the bombshell dropped over the weekend, five AJHL teams, including some of some deep roots in Alberta, are, are going to defect and join the BCHL. So the AJHL, I guess, now scrambling to figure out what to do. They, they canceled or postponed some games over the weekend involving some of these teams. Now uh, They say they were caught off guard, and we'll see what they decide to do. So the five teams that are leaving, the Sherwood Park Crusaders... The Spruce Grove Saints, the Ogotoks Oilers, the Black Falls Bulldogs, and the Brooks Bandits. Now, Brooks uh, is a, a more recent addition to, to the AJHL compared to some of these uh, older other teams. But man, oh man, they have been uh, a force, a behemoth in terms of how successful they've been on the ice, off the ice, everything. So that's a big loss. But I mean, the Sherwood Park Crusaders is a team that's been around, you know, since the mid-1970s. It's a real fixture in junior hockey in Alberta. Uh, Brandon Escott uh, covered the Sherwood Park Crusaders for a number of years, sports reporter with 630 Chet, and joins us on the line here this morning. Brandon, good to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Yeah, I appreciate you guys bringing me aboard, Rob. And, and what wild news unfolding Friday afternoon and then again over the course of the weekend's going to change the junior hockey landscape in, in Western Canada, without a doubt. Yeah. When you look at exactly who left the Alberta Junior League, it wasn't just that there was an exodus. You're talking about five of the top teams in right. the league in general. So this is huge news. Oh, it's a big deal for sure. I mean, you know, once the BCHL went its own way, there have been rumors or rumblings that maybe some Alberta teams were, were looking at following suit. But, but still, I mean, how, how shocking was this? Well, it's it's really a huge surprise on a lot of levels, not the least of which because essentially they're they're going to have to form a new league, right? This is uh, if they're going to join up with the British Columbia League, it's likely going to be some sort of Western Canadian yeah. uh, Super League that we really haven't seen in our our modern lifetime. Think about the cost of of traveling from Brooks, Alberta out and, and, and continuing to play games against uh, teams on Vancouver Island and that sort of thing. So what I'm noticing is the teams that were on board with this, they're, they're probably the teams that have the deepest ownership pockets in the, in the Alberta Junior League. And maybe that left them on the best standing, Rob, to actually be the ones to separate from Hockey Canada's uh, restrictions 
if you will. And I think that uh, what we're seeing right now is really just how restrictive a membership to Hockey Canada can actually be. Well, and I do wonder if Hockey Canada is going to eventually have to, to change their approach when you've got, you know, you know, a league like this with these teams and these players and to say, you know, they can't be a part of Hockey Canada in, in any way. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, that side of it, do you think this forces Hockey Canada's hand at all? Absolutely. It's going to at some point. And to me, what this sets up is other provincial associations looking at uh, taking some of the power back for themselves so if this is a success for the teams here that uh, are able to, you know, kind of branch off and, and go their own way, essentially you did a really good job of describing, I think, the main motivating factor. And if you get a player like Caleb Carr, for right. example, like the Brooks Bandits have, um, if that player gets drafted as highly as he did and is a member of a Canadian Hockey League club, Hockey Canada would give that club a, a player development fee as sort of a congratulations, you know, this is, you've done a really good job and let's keep that going. And in the instance of Junior A clubs like this, they don't hand that out. So basically they're saying, okay, well, you're not going to restrict us in terms of international players or recruiting players from out of province prior to them being 19 years old. Um, but obviously, those things are a lot easier to do with deeper pockets. And again, I circle back around to the five sort of original teams from this exodus, and, and we'll see where that leaves teams in, in the Saskatchewan League, maybe in years to come, or, or out uh, further east. Well, yeah, I think, you know, that that's kind of the next question. As for what the AJHL does here, shorter term, longer term now, they, they canceled or postponed some games, as mentioned, over the weekend, although I think Spruce Grove and Okotoks just went ahead and played each other anyway. Uh, you know, rumors that maybe they're just going to, you know, the league's going to tell these teams, okay, you want to leave, then bye, you're done, you're out, uh, and they'll just finish the season with the 11 remaining teams. You think it's going to come to that? The way that the wording came down from Commissioner Ryan Bartoshik, I think it indicated that he was obviously disappointed, but maybe just as surprised as a lot of us were. Um, and so that's leaving him in a position where, as you say, Saturday night on the schedule, there was teams who have decided to defect, scheduled to play teams who are going to stick around, and that game was postponed. And then on Sunday, two teams that decided to defect were playing one another. Yeah. So they went ahead and played one another. So it almost seems like they've they've entered this Wild West category of their own. Um, and it's going to be really interesting because, as as we say, these are the like five of the top six teams in the standings this year in the league. So now what are you going to do come end of the season or playoffs if you're not willing to acknowledge these teams as part of your league anymore um, they've got some really difficult decisions to make in the coming days and you'd like to think rob that they're going to have to get this done before next weekend so that everybody has a better idea what they're contending with it's one thing to have to, to pivot on a dime literally uh the news breaks on friday night and you've got games scheduled saturday and sunday now they have a few days to figure it out so i imagine they'll by next weekend we'll have a clearer idea of the longer term picture
You know, as mentioned, you covered the Sherwood Park Crusaders. I mean, they've been around since the 70s, one of the pillars of this league. And I mean, the team's still going to exist. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. I mean, do you think it affects the, the relationship at all with the community? Uh, do people just want to see good junior A hockey? Are they going to embrace this? Or do people maybe bristle a little bit, you think? Well, I'll tell you what, the, the initial reaction to this has been mixed. Mm-hmm. So I understand that there's some people who look at this and say, well, here's an organization that should be prioritizing developing hockey in their own backyards. And what they're doing by doing this is sort of limiting those opportunities, giving them more to a European player or somebody from out of province, that kind of thing. Yeah. So if somebody were to look at that and bristle, I understand that completely. But in the in the greater picture of it all, I think that, you know, there's... There's a business side to this, and as frustrating as that may be, once once the hockey on the ice um, it becomes the focal point again, whether that's a playoff setting, whether we can just have some time separated, I'd like to think that these teams are involved enough in community activities, and I know that Sherwood Park is a prime example of that, um, that that standing in the community shouldn't be uh, impacted in, in a negative sense. You know, it's interesting in BC. So the BCHL leaves, and so Hockey Canada still expects to have a sanctioned Junior A league. So the Junior B teams basically move up. That becomes Junior A. So you've kind of almost like doubled the number of Junior A teams in in BC. I mean, here in Alberta, if the AJHL makes up for the loss by promoting you know, or expanding or promoting five junior B teams, you end up with, you know, over 20 junior A teams in Alberta and all these different tiers and levels of junior A, does it, does it, you know, does it water down or confuse the picture as to what junior A hockey is, you think? That's something they're going to have to really look at moving forward because, Rob, when I was growing up, the British Columbia Hockey League was the pinnacle of junior A hockey in Canada. Uh, it, it was the best league, right? Eventually, you got to 19 years old, and if you were one of those top players, um, it, it, Penticton V's is a program who pumped out a lot of NHL draft-eligible talent. Um, it's just kind of in recent years where you start to see the Alberta League come up to that same level here. But it, it's not... as Again, I say you go back to the teams that are, are uh, looking to make this exodus and these are the teams that have produced a lot of the draft talent dylan holloway on the edmonton oilers led the ajhl in scoring as a member of okotoks i i think that if players have the opportunity to go to you know true junior a hockey as it's going to give them the best opportunity to move on to college and then the NHL thereafter, mm-hmm. um, those eyes are going to be on the best league in Canada. And if that best league in Canada is determined to be some sort of super league with one Alberta division and then the rest of BC, then um, I guess that's that's kind of where they're heading right now. But it will be very interesting for a longstanding program. I, I think of, say, the team in, in Wainwright, for example. Like, does that end up classifying as junior a hockey in alberta mm-hmm. watered down unfortunately rob i think is something we're going to have to be very careful about here uh moving forward through this process yeah we'll see where it all goes from here brendan appreciate the update uh, thanks for joining us here this morning thanks for having me on appreciate it all the best uh 630 Jed sports reporter brendan escott has mentioned previously covered the sherwood park crusaders so uh following this story over the weekend we'll see what happens here right i mean in terms of what does the ajhl do to kind of shore up itself 
but are other teams going to follow suit? If all of a sudden now you've got the BCH, uh, BCHL becomes, you know, the Western Canada Junior League, sort of the Super League, maybe other teams follow suit. You know, someone else wonders, well, why don't they kind of merge the best teams of the BC League, have the lower teams in kind of a lower league? You know, maybe it ends up with something like that, or maybe you could even have, like they have in soccer in, in Europe, like promotion and relegation between those two leagues. I don't know, maybe end up with something like that. So look, if the AJHL thinks, okay, look, these other 11 teams are here to stay, maybe we can add a couple more uh, and we carry on. I mean, if other teams see an advantage, and you've, you've got some big teams still, you know, that you, you can envision as part of this, Fort McMurray or Grand Prairie, you know, some of those big teams. Look, and I'm, I'm not trying to start any rumors about those teams. It's just, could others follow suit? Who knows, right? And so, yeah, I, I don't know what, uh, what's going to happen here moving forward. So we'll wait some clarification, I guess, in terms of what the BCHL plans to do in terms of rebranding. Is there going to be an Alberta division now they create? Are they trying to attract other teams? And what does the AJHL do?